the life of a striker is just like you do one thing and that can like change the game. Yeah. And me and Chris were actually talking about it yesterday because there's like this photo of me and it looks like I'm like after the goal I scored in extra time. It looks like I'm like, oh, I'm a bowler. Like I did that. But I said to Christy, I was just like, thank God. <laughs> like, thank Like I was like, and then I like ran to the side and everyone was like, you like didn't celebrate. I was like, yeah, because I was just like, oh God, thank God. Like that's over. Like I can just like, I just like got everyone in and I was like, we just need to defend. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no more of that. And everyone's like, would you have taken a penalty? I was like, that's why I scored, because there's no way I was <laughs> no. going to take. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. It is it's my turn. turn. Welcome back, everybody. This is Lynn Williams. And this is Sam Mewis. And this... <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis, and this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some soccer stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. So, So, Lynn, what's new? Well, we had Snacks Day. Oh, my goodness. We did have Snacks Day. And I think it was a huge hit. I do, too. I, well, one, so everybody, we are... Kansas City current team very <laughs> kindly celebrated Snacks Day at our game on Monday where it was just basically snacks themed and highlighted and so super fun. Yep. Lynn and I had to go down on the field while the team was warming up and do an interview and they were playing videos of us on the Jumbotron and we were so embarrassed. We were blocking our faces because the team was warming up and our faces and voices were screeching over the intercom. I know. And then I looked up and there was a picture of us shoved into the same shirt. I know. I think that like when we're doing stuff like that, like shoving ourselves into the same 2XL t-shirt and being like, look, we're wearing the same shirt. I think that we're so funny. But and then, then we look I back. Yeah. see it back like in the real cold world, I'm like, oh my God, we're so embarrassing. <laughs> the real cold world. <laughs> I know I was a little embarrassed too, but I think people liked it. Um, it was so fun. Uh, we got to throw out some hats to people. We got to talk. Oh, hello, Mr. Finn. He is barking up a little storm out there. He, he... Finn. 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 We're going to need to simmer down now. We're on audio. Thank you. Oh, didn't work. Finn. Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Mr. Finn. He can sense me. Give me a second. Let Let me go get him. I don't know what he's freaking out about. Give me two seconds. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, everybody. The unprofessionalism reaches no bounds. Yeah. That wasn't the expression that I was going for, but it's whatever. <laughs> Proceed, Lynn, with your Snacks Day summary. Um, well, I said we got to throw out some hats to some fans. Um, there were some cute kids out there. Um, we talked at an event with um, Angie and Chris Long and Brittany Mahomes, which was very exciting. Um, me and Sam were asked to talk at this event, and we thought – that it was going to be 10 people in a room and we got there and it was like a hundred people staring at us. So that was fun. Well, they were like, it's a VIP event. So I was like, how many VIPs are here? And then apparently a lot, lot. (laughs) apparently a lot. Um, but it was fun. I wish we could have been there at halftime to get more involved, but obviously we had to be with our team. Um, and speaking of team, we got our first win on snacks day. We got our first regular season win. Oh yeah. Snacks day. Oh yeah. Go current. Oh yeah. Go current. Um, I just wanted to say one of my favorite part about one of my favorite parts about the game is when they do the chants and I get to chant along. What's your favorite (laughs) chant, Lynn? What is it? What is it? We, we want, want another, another one. one, just like the other one. We we want want two. two. That's my favorite chant. I so know. keep that up. 
Keep that up, Blue Crew. Lynn loves it. Um, okay. What's up with you? Well, we have not talked about the Iron District yet. And I just needed to give my oh, yeah. rave review publicly on the podcast. Oh, I know yeah. we posted about it on Instagram. But somebody told us to go to the Iron District. I was like, I don't know what that is. Sure, I guess we're bored. We're going to look it up. We're going to figure it out. We're going to go. Me and Lynn and Marley went to the Iron District. When I tell you guys that I had a perfect experience, <laughs> I had good music. Shout out to the live music performer who I am obsessed with. Good people interactions. Shout out to the bartender who made a hilarious joke, who I love. Shout out to the food. Shout out to the vibes. Shout out to Lynn and Marley. Shout out to the shopping. Now shopping? What the heck? This shout out to the, the tables that we sat at, the lights overhead, the ambiance, the weather. I had a literal perfect 10 out of 10 time at the Iron District. I will be going back. I will be modeling the rest of my life after recreating this vibe. I loved wow. it. I literally loved it. Tell I know. me about the, your time. The yeah. Iron District was amazing. The food was incredible. Um, the, the man, the bartender, he was from Ireland. He was incredible. He was just so personable and like, yeah, was connecting and making jokes. The well, music- the best, I, I already told Pat the story, so I'm just going to tell the okay. snacks listeners yeah. as well. He, we were up there, we were chit-chatting with him. We were getting some drinks and he goes, he, we noticed he had an Irish accent. And so Marley was just chatting him up being like, where are you from? Uh, and then we go, well, what brought you to Kansas city? He has been here for 10 years. And he goes, aren't we all just chasing a woman? And I just thought that that was the coolest, funniest answer. I know it was like true, but it was just, all, I just like fell in love with him. I was like, dude, uh, you know, yeah, because that's exactly why that. our guys are here. I know. I just loved it. It was such a cool answer. Loved him. We got tacos, but you know who you actually did love was the, the singer. Yes. Yeah. What's I know his name? You guys, ben. What's his name? His ben. name was Ben. I did. He was playing Harry Styles, Sublime, Kanye, sing- himself on guitar, singing, playing guitar. I know. How long we were were we there for? We were probably there for like two hours. And he like didn't stop the whole time. No. He was, you guys, he was so good. I went up there like a dad and I <laughs> shook this kid's hand and I said, hey, I'm Sam. I think you're doing a great job up here, Ben. And I just wanted you to know that I would hire you for an event. How, where can I see you next? I think you're doing incredible. Followed <laughs> him on Instagram. I legit was obsessed with this musician. He was so good. And I was singing along with everything. <laughs> Applauded after oh, every song. I know. I know you were like, I'm going to go tip him. And then another song came on. Another song came on and you were like, I'm going to go tip him again. And then know. another same song came on and same thing. And I was like, Sam, you got to stop giving this man all your money. I know he was so great. So if you guys have not been to the iron district, even if you're not from Kansas city, honestly, you should fly here, go and then go back to wherever you came from. It legit was awesome. It was so amazing. amazing. I know we got to go on like a perfect night too. Like the weather was amazing. I know, I know. it was, it was good. We'll be back. For we'll sure. be back. Another thing that we've been doing, can we say is, this, Lynn? Yes. We've been learning golf. Is that the saying? For me, we, it is. <laughs> we've been learning golf. We've been trying to swing a golf, golf club clubs. and make, cocktail, make contact with the golf ball. Is what we've make been doing. cocktails with the golf ball. Hey. Okay. We have <laughs> yes. We've been to top. I have been personally been to Top Golf now two times, and I've been to the driving range one time, and I have a lesson planned with a teacher. I'm thrilled. Golf is going to become my new hobby, my new pastime. I think. Y- yeah, me, Sam, and Marley also went to the golfing range. <laughs> the golfing range. What it's called? Lynn- is that what it's called? I think it's called the driving range. Oh. Lynn uh, is like operating off of zero sleep. She's about to explain why, but she's a, she's a little sleepy today. Um, the driving range where you go golfing and the setup was me and then 
Marley in between me and Sam. So Sam was like behind Marley. And every time she went to go hit the golf ball, she would hit it and it would shoot out and just hit Marley in the back. And it was so funny. I think that's what they call a shank. Yeah. Or a I would slice. Say, we've heard slices are bad, but if you hook it, it's fine. That is we're, from Maddie Nolf. We're learning. And yeah, we're then running, we're going to. We're committed. We're yeah, committed. then we're going to go on nine holes. Maybe we should start with one hole, but then we're going to do a nine holes and see how we do. Yeah, we're going to see how we do. Um, in other news, the gang yes. is all back together. We haven't done much yet. Pat's back. Finn's back. Marley's here. We've got a little five-man five team going. Yeah, I'm having a great time. We after the game, we did go to the pool and have a great time and just we hang did. out um, with some teammates, and that was really fun. I felt like we haven't. Well, Marley hasn't been here in four years, so the four of us haven't been together in a very long time. Um, and Marley and Pat were just talking it up, having a bro time. Yeah, they sure were. We were reminiscing. We always reminisce whenever I see Marley on the time that Marley and I. I think we told you guys about this. Went to see Kevin Hart together on a yeah, little date me. because Lynn was out of town and she had already bought the tickets. So me and Marley went and we were both injured with our <laughs> knees. And we these two six foot something people were squeezed into these little tiny seats being so uncomfortable with their injured knees. It was terrible. But it was also a very fun, very fun time. And then Lynn, why don't you, this is just such a random intro, but why don't you tell us about your trip to New York? I, I feel like this is so chaotic. Like, yeah, are you're, we talking, are like we? You're, you're talking so much and I'm like mute. So like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I, I literally didn't even realize that. Uh, it's fine. Um, well, me and Marley went to New York. Um, I went to New York for global running day with Nike and just one sports. They had a little partnership. Um, so we made a trip out of it. We went in the morning on the 31st and got to hang out with one of Marley's best friends and his fiance, um, the whole day. And I walked like 20,000 steps. My feet were killing me. My hamstring, like the muscle itself has never been more sore. So I think that was good. Um, and then the next day woke up, went to the event. It was amazing. Got to be on the panel with a thing, um, a thing moo, which is a human being, an 800 meter runner, um, who is 19 and has broken like so many 800 meter records from years and years and years ago. And she's a gold medalist. Anyways, I was inspired by her. She's 19 years old. Um, and then after we were on the panel, uh, it was like a hundred women went out into Central Park and ran a 5K. Um, and then me and Marley went and explored New York a little bit more, which was so fun. But then on the way back, and that's why I'm so tired on the way back, our flight was supposed to leave at eight and then it got delayed till nine. And then we got on the plane and then we sat on the tarmac for three hours and then we deplaned. And then oh, we no. got back on the plane so I got home at 4 a.m. And then I was up this morning for treatment at 6.50. So here and I now, am. And right now it is 6.16. So you need to go to sleep soon. I do. But you know what I kept telling myself this morning? I go, new moms can do this so I can do this. New moms don't get any sleep because they got babies. And I could do this for one day. That might be a weird thought, but that's what I kept thinking. It, it is a weird thought, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. People do hard stuff all the time. Yeah. So I'll just sleep a little bit earlier tonight, but I'll be fine. And we're yeah. going to watch a Celtics game. I know. We're excited about that. I know. Same. Okay, so last episode, we this part of the podcast where we transitioned from this to the interview was very goofy. <laughs> I'm feeling goofy now. Uh, yes, I am as well. So, everybody, this is very important. Don't change a thing. The interview don't, is coming. Don't stop listening. Here you go. Here she is. The incredible... Sam May. 
Kerr. Okay, I think I think we're about to reintroduce her. Let's. We are so excited to bring on today's guest. We didn't write an intro for her. Chelsea forward, Australia forward, player of the year. Player of the year of every organization in the world. It's top goal scorer in all the leagues. Fun-loving, Finn's auntie, Samantha May, Kerr! Kerr! <laughs> Welcome to the show! <laughs> Thanks, I'm so excited to finally be on. I know, we had a little bit of a scheduling snafu last time we tried to schedule Samantha May, where I texted her wrong phone like three times in the days leading up to our old schedule, and then she thought we didn't want her on the podcast anymore. I got, I got Sad. written off by snack. Meh. And now, now I've noticed you just text Christy when you need to text me. Well, I have two numbers for you on my phone, and I feel like I always text the wrong one. I have SK Global, which is her number that she uses when she's not in Europe, and then I have SK UK which is her Europe number, but it's, it's confusing. It's, it's really not, not that, that confusing. confusing. It's not at all. I know. Oh. She texted she text Christy the other day, what's Sam's email? I'm like, she knows I have a phone. She's like, you don't reply. I was like, I do. <laughs> Just text the right one. How Sam, what's it like dealing with two Mua sisters now? It's good. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> over Christmas it was hilarious when like everything was we were all living in the same house um, I know but Christy says you're the crazy one and I live with well most of the time when I'm with her I'm like you are crazy like <laughs> yeah uh we're crazy in different ways yeah but yeah, do then you think, sometimes do you, do you think they're like similar yeah, they are similar, but Christy always makes fun of Sam for like being having her like little ticks about like organization and like things like that. But Christy's like the exact opposite. Like <laughs> we literally will sit on the couch and she'll be like, "What are we doing for dinner tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Who cares? We'll just decide." Twenty minutes later, do you want to? Do you know what we're doing for dinner? I'm like, "Just leave me alone." She like <laughs> needs to have everything planned. It's like she's the same as Sam like that. But I doesn't. know, but she acts like she's not like that. Oh, she's like, you're just so relaxed. I'm like, no, you need to relax. Like, it doesn't matter what we do. We do. We both do need to relax. We okay. Need to figure that, we need to figure that out. So I have a question for you, Sam. I asked Christy the same question. And we need to know your answer. So mm -hmm. if you and Christy were to get married, will you be taking the newest name and then how will we be telling you, Samantha June, and you, Samantha May, apart? We'll be calling you May and June? What's the deal? <laughs> I actually heard this. I listened to the one you did. <laughs> we, we laughed about this. Because also a lot of people say that our relationship name is Sam Mewis. And I'm like, that's hilarious. It's so it's funny. funny. <laughs> I think it's um, so funny. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't spoke about it, but... I think like we're both like who we are, so maybe we'll just keep our our last names and go along with the semi May and semi June. I, I kind of like that. I mm. love it. I call her SK, which I like that. Your I mom feel... calls me Samantha May. Oh, she texted me the other day. Your mom's uh -huh. like oh, Samantha May. That's cute. It's just so hilarious. Like I literally, I hope everybody <laughs> knows this. Like Sam Kerr is dating my sister, and her Sam's middle name is May, and my middle name is June. Like it's so <laughs> crazy, but but I think it's even crazier. Aren't you born on the tenth of the ninth? Oh my god! Yes, I forgot <laughs> so about this. So no. she's born on the oh, yeah. You're born on the tenth of the ninth, and in Australia we say the dates backwards. So I'm also born on the tenth of the ninth. Well, I, no, I'm born on the ninth of the tenth. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, but I'm I know born what you're on saying. September tenth and October ninth. So it's ten nine yeah. and nine ten. It's like. You can't wow. make this stuff yeah, up. Yeah, but you guys. we say it the same way. Don't you I... say nine ten? Yeah. We would say we... Yeah, we yeah. would say ten nine for me and nine ten for you. Yeah, no. but in Australia we say nine we say the opposite to you. So we're the same. The... Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I do always get confused when uh Christy will be talking about you, Sam. See, I'm doing it. SK and I'm like I'm like okay we're talking about Sam Lewis blah 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 your sister and then all of a sudden I'm like no we're not no we are not talking <laughs> I know I know that I know. happens all the time 
It's crazy, but I love it. I'm here for it. Um, Sam, speaking of Christmas, when we were all home at my house in Boston, do you miss Finn? Oh, I love Finn. Christy's asked me for a dog every day since then. She's like, let's get a Finn. I'm like, no, we're not getting a dog until like we live together. And she's like, but do you reckon we could get a Finn? I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I want Finn to have a, what would it be? His cousin? Cousin, yeah. <gasps> but it's just like not, like I have a cat already and like I have to put her in the cattery. Like, what are we going to do with the dog? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty that's smart. A good point. Can you tell us, uh, just so the audience knows, we don't have a great uh, organization for this episode. So we're just going to riff. Um, can you tell us about Helen? Yeah, so I actually got Helen when I lived in Chicago. I adopted her from Bourne. And like, I was like, not, I'm not a cat person. And everyone laughs when I say that. But yeah, pretty much adopted her, fell in love with her. And then I was leaving and I was like, I can't send her back to the cat haven. So I flew her to London and now she's, but it actually worked out perfect because like COVID hit and she ended up being like my lifesaver, like having a, a, like I was in lockdown for like 10 months, just me and her. So we raged. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, that's cute. Well, I guess Finn kind of already has a cousin then. It's just a cat cousin. Yeah. Does Finn like cats? I don't know. Does Helen like dogs? I he's ever seen one. Helen hates cats, loves dogs. Perfect. Oh my God. I want Helen to come to my house. Yes, no, for sure. When I mean, cats live forever. So, like, if I ever come back to the U.S., like, she'll be coming back. So Finn's gonna live forever too. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, um, Sam, you also when we recorded this, you just got back from Barcelona. How yeah. was that? Uh, yeah, it was amazing. My first time going to Barca. Um, the Formula One was like incredible. I don't know if you guys watch Drive to Survive or anything like. I only really got into it when Drive to Survive came on. And, like, the sport is crazy. Like, so much goes into it. Like, you think, like, these guys just get in a car and, like, beat around the track. It's, like, so much more than that. It's just awesome to see it close up. Yeah, it yeah. looked so sick. I keep telling yeah. Sam she needs to watch the show because I got into it and I just went through it like that. It's Sam, so cool. you haven't watched it? Well, I've seen some episodes because Pat watched it. So I've like seen it in on the side, but I haven't sat down and watched it start to finish myself. But maybe I should. I do need a new show. Christy hasn't watched it either. I've told her like if she watches like Emily in Paris for like the 17th <laughs> time in a row. Yeah, yeah. I, that's another similarity we have. <laughs> um, Sam, Marley went to the F1 in Australia and he was like, it was the best thing that he's ever done. So... Yeah, it's like a mix between like watching sport and like networking and like partying. Mm. It's like the most, yeah, it's it's, there, it's actually cool. Like you like watch the race on TV because it goes so fast. Like you can't even like record or anything with the cars because they're going like 300 kilometers. So it's like or whatever you do in miles, but they, it's like insane. They're like savages too, those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like a team, but you also like compete with your team. So like, it's a oh, really yeah. weird, like, you know what I mean? It's really weird. Like in the race on the weekend, like they made the guy who was coming first, give up his first position for his teammate. And like, he had to do it, but he was like coming first. And I'm like, I would never be able to do that. Like, <laughs> it's just a different way of like sport. I know, yeah. Like there's so like two, there will be like two Red Bull cars, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it's like 10 they kind teams of work together, but they're also like just both racing. Yeah, because yeah. is it, isn't it? It's 10 teams and each team only has two seats. And then mm-hmm. like the top eight places get points. So like you're trying to get two cars over to get the points. Yeah. But at the same time, like that person's your direct competition because they're the one who has the exact same car as you. I think there's 20 cars, 10 places, but it's like that. Yeah. Whatever. So like there's like an individual championship and a team championship. So like the individual is oh. more important, but they want to win the team too. So it's like. It's just interesting, like, watching them. Because sometimes, like, the first driver, he, like, won't be able to win the race, but he'll slow down to, like, make everyone, the other driver be able to catch up. Oh, crazy. yeah. That is crazy. Isn't this- it also, like, when you, the way you start is, like, almost always the way you finish? Like, if you have a good start, you're going to win the race? Yeah. Do you that's crash? Like qualifying yeah, qualifying is important. But, like, the guy who was winning at Barcelona, he was in front by, like, 17 seconds, and his engine just died. So he just had... <gasps> He just retired. Like he just, he's done. 
So it's crazy. There's so much more that goes into it than being a good driver. Wow. This is now an F1 podcast, so... (laughs) (laughs) I want to go so bad. I want to go to Monaco. Yeah, that's this weekend. Yeah, I'll have to stop playing soccer to go. Well, we can let's go someday, Lynn. So when um, when me and Pat got home for the first time, when we were, had been in Manchester, like, all fall, we went home for Christmas. And the first thing we got home, like, we had Finn, who flew back with us. We had been flying. And then Brandon picked us up in New York because we had to fly back to New York. It was, like, COVID, so there weren't a lot of flights, whatever. Mm-hmm. We got we get home. First thing we do is we run up the stairs. We both crack a LaCroix and go like this and chug, like, half of it. And we're like, ah. Look, Roy, we missed it so much. So now every time Sam comes back to, you know, to the U.S., she does the same thing. It's just so funny because the video, you were, like, crawling up the stairs. You're like, ah. Oh, oh, look, Roy. <laughs> they, don't they don't have, have it there. there though. No. No, they have, like, the little, you know, like, the little, are they little San Pellegrino cans? They're not the same. It's not, it's just not a LaCroix, you mm. know? Yeah. No. Do I? Do I? Man. Sam, what's your favorite LaCroix flavor? Uh, this one, lime. Me too. Classic. Same. You guys and Pat, just plain lime Simple people. Heads. What do you like? Lemoncello, baby. Oh, no, I don't like that one. Too sweet. I know, Sam. It's like so shocking that you like that because you don't like anything sweet. Stop doing that. Put your hands down. <laughs> That you like, you don't like anything sweet, and then you like lemoncello. Uh, you guys, I mean, it's Shocking. just so good. It tastes like cream soda. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm doing this, I have a funny story. It's it's embarrassing, and it just happened to me, and it's like a mystery. I don't know what happened. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Go on. Okay. So I was just on the trip with the team in in L.A. and Seattle, and before the Seattle game, I was doing my workout on the field, um, like before the team went out to warm up. Mm-hmm. So there was no fans out there. It was like three hours before the game. But some mystery person, and I thought it was Pino, was at the top. And so that somebody, they yelled down something to the stadium. Naturally, I think they're talking to me. I think it's Pino. <laughs> so I look up and I go like this and I just keep doing my workout. But the whole like Seattle team was running on the other half of the field. Like the the girls who like weren't dressing were also doing their workout for the game. I saw Pino after the game. The person who yelled, I think, had on like a gray top. Pino had on a blue top. And Pino didn't say anything about it. And then I also asked Rose, like, who would have been up there? And she was like, I have no idea. <laughs> so like I literally went like this to who knows. And they probably While weren't even running. talking. And they it's, probably weren't even talking to me. And I'm like literally so embarrassed about it. Their lucky day. Sam was doing this. <laughs> well, they were probably like, "Why the fuck? <laughs> Why did she? <laughs> Why did she think we were talking to her?" But. All right, we're gonna move on from that okay. weird story. Um, Sam, in your notes, you have your season with Chelsea and your success. So can you talk about your that season? Was, those are my notes. My <laughs> Wait, notes Sam? Sam Mewis has that in her notes. So Sam, Kerr, well, can you please? A, let me formulate my question. Sam, you played for Chelsea this season. You had such a, so many successes, both individually and as a team. Can you just talk us through like a little bit of the season? Like, I know you guys just recently won the FA Cup. Um, how was it overall? Congrats. And how was it as a team? Um, Yeah, it was actually a really weird season. Like, obviously, the end on a high was, like, awesome. But, like, as you guys both know, so much more goes into the season than just, like, the last two games. But, oh, sorry. It was, um, yeah, it was actually, like, sounds like cliche, but it was, like, a roller coaster. Like, we won, we lost the first game of the season against Arsenal. And I think from that, that moment on, like, I don't know how, but we, like, ran the whole season as the underdog because, like, we were, like, chasing, even though we, like, had won the last two leagues. So it was, like, this weird situation that, like, we'd never really been in. And because of, like, COVID, 
we ended up being like three games behind in hand. So they were like eight points in front of us. So it was like the whole year, it was like this crazy, crazy, I don't know, like um, situation, but it ended up working out, but it was tough this year. Like it was really tough. The league's getting better over there. Um, it's like, feels like it's getting like longer too. I don't know if the year before, maybe because I signed halfway through, but it was like long, hard. So to finish, like Christy will like vouch for this, like the last like three weeks of the season, I like didn't sleep. I was so stressed. Like, you know, like when you like really want something to go well, you've worked like 10 months and if like you mess up, it could like be gone like that. So like, I did not, like, I was so stressed, like, not normally, like, in the day, but, like, I couldn't sleep at night. I was, like, having, yeah. night, like, crazy nightmares just because I meant so much. So, like, after that game in the FA Cup final, it was just, like, the biggest relief. Like, oh, my God, we did it, like, you know, just, like, so nice to finish the season like that because otherwise it just would have been all for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you said you're the underdogs, me and Sam can relate to that. Like, even though you're on top, sometimes you do feel like you're the underdog and like you have to chase something. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you can change your mentality to that, you almost, it like means more. Cause you're like, I, we came from behind, we've done all these things than being at the top. Sometimes it's, it's not necessarily like easy to be at the top, but you like forget sometimes like of all the hard work that like goes into it. So coming from behind and like having to chase something for me, at least as a player, I those are the times where I'm, I'm always like, wow, we've done something. We, it's like a, a cooler story in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think we like experienced both this year too. And like, I definitely enjoyed chasing more than I did being like the chase, but we were the chase, but only like a short period of time. But like, when you're like the under, underdog, you like have this, like, I mean, you guys know, you just like have this like dog mentality where you just like get stuff done. And then when you're at the top, it's kind of like, oh God, like you don't want to slip up. So it like change, like your mentality yeah, like, yeah. changes. I know. I think even individual, like as a team, I totally agree. I think Lynn and I d- definitely experienced that. And I think even individually, sometimes like if you've ha- recently had success or like won something big or have been doing really well reaching your goals whatever it's nice also to individually tell yourself this story like no so and so is coming from my spot so and so doesn't think I'm good and when I train at home with my trainer Walter I feel like he always has that little like voice in my ear that's like don't get so up there that you like don't do the little things like so and so is out here working just as hard and it's always this good reminder that like you want to be climbing and like trying to catch somebody not not trying to like ward off people from catching you, you know, it's like a different like motivation. For sure. It, it's so different. And like, yeah, I, I don't know what one I, I guess obviously you enjoy, I enjoyed being the underdog more, but there's like pros and cons to both. So yeah. Yeah. it's mad. It surprised me when you said you were stressed because I, like we talked about a little bit earlier, like you strike me as somebody who is so relaxed. I think it's obvious that it just means so much to you, but what, like, if you could go back and do those three weeks again, like, would you try to, like, do anything differently mentally to, like, help yourself? Or do you think it was just that was where you needed to be in order to, like, perform at the level you did? Uh, no, I think I wouldn't change anything other than the last day against Man United. Um, I, like, don't get stressed that often, but I think, like, this year was, like, just so different. Like, it meant so much. And, like, when you have your rivals, like, Arsenal right there, I think it's, like, even worse. Like, we didn't want to lose. We didn't want to – we wanted to win, but we also didn't want Arsenal to win even more. So, it was, like, this, like, competitiveness. And I think, for me, the only thing – like, I think I needed to be there. Like, I just, like, raged the last three weeks. Yeah, you um, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but the last the, – the day of the Man United game, like it was like a 12 at 12 p.m. kickoff, and like I woke up and I I struggled to eat breakfast on any day, and like I literally went into the game eating like a piece of toast and a boiled egg. I literally couldn't eat anything, <laughs> and like I feel like I'd played the game over in my head for like the first 45 minutes. I like felt like I'd played like 120 minutes. I like couldn't run, I like couldn't move, and I was just like shocked. I was just like, oh my god, like. I'm playing this game not to lose pretty much. Mm. And then like at halftime, like our coach just like snapped it out of us. But like, that's the only thing, like the, the few hours before the game, I was so nervous. 
like the most nervous I've probably ever been for a club match and I just like let it get the better of me. So Our whole do, team kind of played like that though. Do you get nervous for international games ever? No, that's the thing. Like I think like I do, of course, like sometimes, but like I get nervous for like lots of games, but like in a way that's like anxious. I just want to start. Like I'm like mm. excited, whereas this like drowned me. This was like I don't want to lose. Like this was like I could yeah. I could screw everything up today. So it was like a bad nervous. Whereas like I think nerves are good. It like shows you care. Mm. But like this time it was like I felt sick. Like I was like, oh God. So yeah. if you like if you ever found yourself in that position again, what would you do? Like I know you said you would do things yeah. differently, but like what would you do? I don't know, because it's really hard because it's like a sickness. It's like, you know, like you know when you like you've been nervous before, it's like you really try and forget about it, but it's really hard not to like my heart was like racing and I never get like that. And it's like that's probably why I felt tired but in the first half. But like Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's really hard to like get in that, like maybe like meditate or something. I've never meditated, but like, it was like, it was like intense. Like, like force food down there. First, yeah. Force oh, food down your I gullet. Know, I know exactly the feel you're talking about. And you like literally gag when you try to eat. Like you yeah. can't, you're just like uh, ill. I was like putting salt on the egg to try and like oh, make it better. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, there is this like song lyric that this is reminding me of about like how not that not that you need to do this Sam like you don't change a thing literally what you're doing is <laughs> working out fine but I think it applies to me a lot in that like if you kind of like water your lawn daily you'll never have like a fire to put out does that make mm -hmm. sense yeah so it's like if if you have the the ability like every day to kind of like handle nerves and handle stress and like do self-care or do like mental prep or whatever it is, then like maybe less often you'll have these like explosions of nerves. Um, and I feel like in, in what I'm going through right now, like emotionally, I've found that if I'm taking good care of myself, like mentally, I don't have as many like ups and downs, but if I don't and I just like leave it for a week, then I have like a really bad day. So it's almost mm -hmm. like this idea that, doing it every day for a long time is like caring for your lawn. But then if you don't, it'll just be like a disaster and like a fire will start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird though, because like, I feel like I do do that and I never really get nervous. So like, honestly, that day, that day was like a bit of a shock to me. Like I was like, yeah. what's going on? Like I was like, I was like shocked and like, it sounds and like it's weird. Like normally before the game, I speak to Christy and my mind's like off, like, off topic of football whereas this morning she was asleep so I was literally like sitting at the game and I was like wake up wake up wake up <laughs> I was like sitting at the change in the change room like are we gonna win like I kept saying to people like do you think we're gonna win and they were like yeah like why why don't you and I was like I don't know like <laughs> just spreading her doubt then, around the locker room <laughs> thanks <laughs> but then the second half like I came in at half time and I literally was like shocked and my coach was like okay that was the worst like performance let's just clean like everyone she you got can't do any worse than that <laughs> yeah she was like it could only get better and then the second half I went out there and I was literally like we just need one goal and I think that like little bit of motivation like just one goal because we we obviously needed the two but then we got the goal within like 90 seconds and it was just like okay now we're cool oh like, yeah we and, then it's, and then it's like so much easier yeah. yeah I feel like sometimes when I am nervous too like I almost like forget to breathe. And so I actively have to tell myself, like, take a deep breath because you're right. Like you feel exhausted. And I'm like, there's no way I can ever like run anymore. And, and I know mm -hmm. I'm fit, but because you're like so worked up, you're like, I'm exhausted. And so no, for, yeah. for me, I'm just like, take a deep breath. Jesus. Yeah. But your heart's racing. So it's like well, hard to take a deep breath. You're like, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I so like, if you could, <laughs> so I like, just like, I feel like if you like actively tell yourself like, take a deep breath and like in those moments be like breathe breathe then your like heart rate comes down and then you do you guys but, do you guys like when you're in a game and you're and you look back on the game and you're like wow I scored two goals I did really good that game in that in the moment of the game are you like I'm doing good or do you like not know I know when I'm doing bad more than I know I'm doing good yeah I I think that too 
But I also think like I can feel when I'm really impacting a game. Like you can feel when you're like, you know, when you like do some days you like do stuff and it always just goes your way and you're like, yeah. oh, this is so easy. Like I'm just flying today. Like not so much doing well. It's just like today's easy. Like it's I'm just like, easy. I could run yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're in the zone, like, and yeah. you can like see things like a little bit slower and you're just like, oh, I know she's going to pass it here. And blah, 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 blah. I, yeah. I always know that because I'm like having the time of my life. I'm just like laughing and like, it's like pinging the, the ball around, getting the balls back. Like I it always is- know because I'll just be like, yes, this is so good. I'm having so much fun. And then God, when you do bad, it's just like, you're like, wow, I'm exhausted. This is so hard. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Cause when you do feel like you're doing well, you you are laughing. Like, even if you have a shit pass, yeah. you just laugh it off and you're like, sorry. And then yeah. when you're doing bad and you have a shit pass, you're like, oh my God, my life is over. Yeah. Like, I, get me off I the know. field. I know. Yeah. I'm, Lynn, I remember in those Columbia games, remember when you gave me a perfect cross and I headed it off the post and there was nobody around me. Yeah. But I like laughed and it was so such, I mean, obviously like I'm playing for the national team. I would never, ever laugh about missing a goal. But in that moment, instead of being like, oh my God, my life is over. I was kind of like loose and I was just like, oh my God, Sam, come on. I remember doing good. Yeah, I remember looking at you and being like, because it it was wide open and I was like, oh, this, I'm going to get an assist. She's going to get a goal. This is going to be amazing. Dink. And I was, what? what?" But it was, but we were, we were both having a good game. So I think I was just like, huh? The post got the way. It happened. It happened. It happened. No, that's like at the FA Cup final. Like everyone's like, oh my God, you scored two goals. I'm like, I had the worst game. (laughs) But like the life of a striker is just like you do one thing and that can like change the game. And me, Chris, were actually talking about yesterday because there's like this photo of me and it looks like I'm like after the goal I scored in extra time. It looks like I'm like, oh, I'm a bowler. Like I did that. But I said to Chrissy, I was just like, thank God. <laughs> like thank like I was like and then I like ran to the side and everyone was like you like didn't celebrate I was like yeah because I was just like oh god thank god like that's over like I can just like I just like got everyone in and I was like we just need to defend yeah like there's, there's no more of that and everyone's like would you have taken a penalty I was like that's why I scored because there's no way I was <laughs> no. Going to take. <laughs> no, no, no. like you know what I mean like you know when you're having those days and like in the FA Cup final I was just like having a day where like I mean, Alex Greenwood, like, defended like a boss that day. She was, like, up me, like, Alana played well too. Like, it wasn't all bad, but it was just, like, for a striker, it wasn't a great day. Like, so I was just, like, like, I've just got to do what I've got to do. And it was, like, get me off the pitch. Like, I wasn't, like, oh, I'm having so much fun at this FA Cup final. Like, I was, like, this is not great. Yeah, Yeah, it was, like, a work day. And then you're, like, all right, we did the job. (laughs) I got to go. got to go home. (laughs) Um. So now that you have some time off, like, do you have anything coming up? Anything you're looking forward to? Time off, honestly. That's it. Like, everyone's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, just hang out. Like, I haven't been home in two years, well, two and a half years now. So um, I'm spending some time with Christy now, and then I'm going to go home for, like, five weeks. So I haven't been home. Oh. I, haven't seen my, I haven't seen my dog. I haven't seen my friends. So I'm just, like, ready to get home and just chill. Are you Nothing. so excited? I'm like excited for you. I know it. I'm excited, but it just sucks. It's like the winter time there, so I feel like that's, that's why true. I wanted to come to America because I'm like, see Christy, have some sun, um, and then yeah. But it, I mean, winter in Australia is like me and Christy were looking at like 55. So. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. yeah, Sam. Can you? I guess this is going to be a little bit of a real section. Can you just? We just wanted to ask about like when you couldn't see your family for so long because COVID, you were obviously in London, I think by yourself for like a, a stint of time and like just how that was for you kind of dealing. I mean, obviously everybody's probably sick of talking about COVID, but I think you had kind of like a unique experience. Yeah. So COVID hit like right as I got to Chelsea. So it was like super, like now it's like funny to look back on, I guess, but like I was in like lockdown for like 10 months and I had just moved to a new club. So I like didn't get the, opportunity to like make new friends or like I'm really sociable so like it was like really hard um but yeah I was I was there for two years without seeing my family so I didn't see my family like my mum and dad just came like a month ago to for the first time um so I didn't see anyone um but yeah it was tough like we like 
thought we're going to go into lockdown for like a week, like everyone else. You know, we bought like puzzles and like all that stuff. And then like, it was like two years later and we're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it was tough, but like, I kind of just like focused on football at the time. Like I was going through a bit of a rough patch, like playing wise at the start. So like, I just like raged through like football at the time. And then once it slowly opened up, like that's when I met Christy and it was just like so many things were going well at the same time as like being locked up so I just you just like make do with it although like once it got closer it started to get tougher yeah and can you talk about like going to Australia with the national team and then also not being able to see your family like was that (laughs) more was that harder than being locked down in Europe yeah so that was really tough because like obviously we went to Sydney and like a lot of the girls' families were there. So I felt really bad for them because like their families were like 20 minutes away. So at least my family was like a five hour flight away. Um, but like, I think like the next camp, they were allowed to see their families and stuff. And that was tough. Cause like, obviously I want them to see them. And I was like, I know all their families. So I was like excited for them. But like most of us girls, uh, most of our girls are from like Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane who weren't locked down. So my family is literally the only family like not there <laughs> um but it was fine like we actually played you guys so like Christy was there which was nice um and yeah just yeah I think it was harder for my family like my sister had two kids so she like wanted me to meet them which is like you know um tough but now I've met them and yeah okay. turning a corner auntie Sammy yeah, Auntie Sammy. I'm the godson. Oh, godmother. No, he's my godson. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then, so, so everybody just came to London and did, like, what did you guys do? Was it fun? Um. Well, no, I haven't seen, well, I've seen my sister, but everyone came. Oh. My mum and dad came to London with my nan. Oh, okay. Um, And then they came for, like, two weeks, and then they came back. To, we played uh who did we play in New Zealand and my sister came over and I got to meet her little boys um and yeah that was awesome it's Wait, just so different she, with kids you know she's had two kids since you've seen her oh yeah. my gosh that's yeah. crazy They're 16 months apart so I've seen Sunny I met Sunny when he was like three days old mm. and then I left and then COVID hit it is so crazy Dang. I that's like my sister had a little girl she's three now and to know that marley has like never met her is like wild to my mind and so to to think of like having a sister and never meeting like if i had yeah. never met yeah i don't know it's just weird it's crazy it's crazy that yeah, like it, the world has stopped like that kind of but not at the same time yeah no it definitely hasn't like even when i seen my nan i was like oh my nan's really got like older like you know like two years and an older person is like a lot of time but like I think for those things, like, I can talk to my mom, I can talk to my dad on FaceTime, but, like, I think it's hard when, like, you can't talk to, like, your nephews, you can't talk to your nieces, you can't, like, your nan's not jumping on FaceTime every day. Um, And then, like, your dog, like, you can't, like, things that you, like, can't, like, replace, it's just hard. But, like, I mean, everyone, I'm lucky I had, like, an amazing job and, like, they were supported from afar, but it was just, like, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. it sounds like you had like a uniquely difficult and long time with not seeing your family. It sounds like that was a lot. Yeah. Well, my state was like so strict. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I did the two weeks quarantine one time and I was like, never again. Is, oh, yeah. Is there anything when you go back home that you're look, looking forward to that you miss? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my dog is like the one thing, honestly. Okay. When, when like, do you go home? Like in how many weeks? uh go home next Wednesday so like 10 days oh nice okay yeah so I see two of one more of Chrissy's game after this weekend oh she's gonna be sad oh and you get to go see your dog I know she's she's like eight now she's old so like a dog's years are like precious you know madness I know what kind of dog what kind of dog she's a she's a boxer oh Uh. Hello. Um, Sam would get on. Oh, would they? Just be barking up a storm. (laughs) Um, Sam, do you want to talk about your books? Yeah, let's do it. 
Well, I was hoping you would do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay. I'll tell you guys about it. It's um, like a book series, actually. And it's like, it's like a loose autobiography for like children. I just thought it would be like cool. Like when I was a kid, like, you know, I, I hated reading books, but like I would have read like a book about like my favorite athlete. But like there was like autobiographies that were like way beyond my like reading abilities. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like it's pretty much like it's a loose autobiography, like from when I started playing, like when I was a kid. And it's going to lead all the way up to the World Cup next year. Oh, um, cool. Like so the, cool. The, the, the final series. And like it's actually doing really well because like there's not anything like it in Australia like that other than Tim Cahill, who's a male um, football player. So, yeah, it's really cool. And, I, like, honestly, I've had, like, a really cool experience with it because I feel like since I did it, I've, like, realised how many kids actually enjoy reading and, like, maybe they're not, like, fully into sport, but they, like, know who I am, watch the Matildas, like, want to know more about it, but, like, reading's their thing. So mm. it's That's been, so like, cool. really – Yeah, it's been, like, really, really cool. And, like, it's been, like, a fun process too because, like, I've got to share parts of my life and my, like, upbringing – um, with people that like maybe you don't talk about in an interview or like the standard like football interview. Yeah. So it's been fun. That's Wait, awesome. Were the Matildas like the the team that like all little girls looked up to when, when you were growing up? Or because I feel like I could be totally wrong, but I, I feel like soccer isn't like the biggest sport there in Australia. No. So like how Well, it's not, but, like, in (laughs) – I never even knew who the Matildas were, like, until, like, later on in life. And, like, now it's, like, completely changed. Like, now everyone knows who the Matildas are. But, like, we didn't necessarily have, like, you guys have, like, the 99ers. We had, like, the Matildas, but it it had, like, no traction. Mm. Um, So, like, now it's, like, cool to, like – I feel like we're kind of the first, like, generation of, like – players that like people know where like the Matildas are like a household name now you know yeah um and I just kind of fell into the Matildas like I would have never like I didn't want to play I I watch AFL and if you're from the east coast you watch rugby so like female wise now I think like the Matildas are definitely the number one team in Australia which has like been cool to be a part of so then how did you get into soccer you got to read the book, Lynn. Like, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, Sam, where do we where do we get the books? How do how do how do people buy them? Um, they're online, but like in Australia, they're all in bookstores. But like, they're just they're online. Um, I don't know about the US actually. I don't know the exact. Can we look on your that. Instagram? Yeah, yeah, you can look on my Instagram. Um, all right, everybody. <laughs> if you want to know how she got into soccer, she won't tell us. <laughs> That's not yeah. that's not snacks material. That is in her book. So we gotta go buy the books. I'll tell you on the off the call. Don't want to ruin okay. the bookstore. No, 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 no. That's fair. Fair enough. Good businesswoman. Um, okay, Lynn, should we move on? Move on to our favorite part of the podcast where we just pepper each other with random questions. Yes. Okay, okay. Sam. Tell us about your Chipotle order. Tell us. Please. Please tell us. And the specifics. Oh, I love it's different I if, I, if I sit in or sit out, take away, they're different. So if I'm at Chipotle, I get the hard tacos. Yep. Okay. Uh, brown rice, chicken, guac, lettuce, mild, like the tomato. Pico de gallo. Yeah, that's cheese. And that's it. No peppers, no beans. Okay. Not a guac girl then, either. No, she got yeah, guac. Yeah, guac. Oh, yeah, sorry. Guac. Come on, Lynn. Yeah, sorry, I was the order. sorry, I was the too focused on saying thing. pico de gallo. <laughs> the most important thing is the salad dressing. Like, I have fits about the salad dressing. Lynn, she literally, <laughs> she would, like, order Chipotle when we were home. And, like, the salad dressing wouldn't come. So, like, her and Christy are getting on the phone with the Chipotle. Like, we're ordering through DoorDash. Christy's calling the local Chipotle. I just missed a DoorDash order, and, like, can you please put extra salad dressing in the order, please? It's for Christy. The salad dressing wouldn't come. Sam would leave in the car and go to Chipotle and get salad dressing. Like, it was the most important part of being home was Chipotle salad dressing. Silly girl. Remember okay, when we went to Chipotle, Sam, and we yes. uh, 
we had a nightmare. We were we had just worked out at like an indoor facility and we were driving to Sam was going to meet my parents. So we were driving to my parents' house after our workout, but we were gonna pick up Chipotle for everybody on the way so we could eat lunch together. I DoorDash pick up Chipotle. We I order it to the wrong Chipotle. Okay. So we stop at the one near my parents' house. It's not there. So we okay. have to drive to the other one. The Chipotle is closing. Because this was, like, during, like, that frenzied time where, like, everybody got COVID. So, I think they didn't, like, have enough employees. And we're sitting there. have Now, this has been, like, an hour-long debacle of, like, figuring this out and driving to the new Chipotle. And they don't have our food. So, we went through the drive-thru and they just handed us all the leftover random orders that they hadn't given away yet. So, we <laughs> took home... Like a burrito bowl for Ashley and like a salad for Benjamin. And we just like sat at my parents' table and like all shared other people's meals. It was so strange. <laughs> and it was like Sam's first time meeting them. And my dad is like digging through somebody else's. Meal. It was so weird. It was literally With no so salad weird. dressing. With no salad dressing. It's tough. It's a tough time. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. What is your favorite thing about Christy? Um, oh no, you can't ask me this. <laughs> She's getting nervous. Um, no, I, I, my favorite thing about her is like how much fun we have together. Like we literally just like the biggest goofballs and we just like have the most fun ever. I love that. I love that. I love that. That what's was your cute. What's your favorite thing about Sam? Uh, her and Christy's dynamic in front of me is just like hilarious. They're like, the same person mixed. <laughs> the same person mixed. Dog. I know. And we like dog. kind of really are. And my dog. That can be your favorite thing about me. I take that. He's my favorite thing about me too. <laughs> What's your favorite American city? Uh, I really loved Chicago, honestly. I thought Chicago's it was Chicago's awesome. A cool city. Yeah, yeah, I really I lived in the West Loop and like it was just amazing. Mm. okay what's your favorite european city uh london for sure i love london london okay how would you describe your style did you ask christy this yeah i was gonna say does christy attack you about your style um what does christy say sporty tomboy that's what she says Uh, ah yeah i love that i love that we like ask everybody about their style. I feel like it's become kind of like a fashion, just a fashion, fashion podcast, you know. Yeah. With with me as the star. <laughs> so Christy did you- attacks me about my clothes, hair, skin, yeah, everything, same. lips, my chaps, eyebrows, lips, my eyebrows, <laughs> my what else is there? My sneezes. Same. I attack her too about her like skincare routine. Like I'm like, can you not do that skincare routine? Cause like we can't do like anything like loving after it. Cause you have like acid on your face and I'm like <laughs> smelling it. <laughs> I'm like, tell me when you're doing that. It's like infuriating. Skincare's got to look good. Personal life. Uh, um, not me. Actually, I have been doing my skincare. Yeah, I was on the it- road. Are you, were you going to ask me how it's going? Yeah, how's it going? Oh, good. I've been on the road, so I didn't have all my products. But, and I have noticed a d- decrease, as you can see with my puffy eyes today. But I am, like, recommitting, and I do think that I'm going to see an improvement. I do. Well, what were you doing on the road? Just blue, drunk elephant. <laughs> were you washing your face? Sam, do you wa- – Sam, Sam yeah. May, do you wash your face? Yes, I – so, yes, I use like face wash and stuff. And then Christy's got me onto these like at home chemical peels, like Dr. Dennis. Have you ever? She's like, got yeah, me I don't do them. that, but um, Sam, Sam June doesn't wash her face. I do. I do wash my face. Don't make me sound like a zoo animal. What do you mean? Like, you don't like have face wash in the shower? Or, like, I do or... here, but I forgot it on the trip. So, what I don't, like... I go like this in the shower. Like, I don't with, just, like, not wash my face. I just, one. like, forgot face wash. Like, so. 
<laughs> I mean, Lynn, your skin is like glowing. So like give us your like face routine. Uh, okay. I wash my face with Zio skincare and then I put lotion on in the morning. Or if I'm going outside, I put vitamin C and then lotion and then sunscreen. And then at nighttime, I wash my face and then put lotion on. So Very lotion nice. and wash. Are you looking at Sam June or Sam? S June. S I'm looking at SJ, not SM. Oh my God. But it's One. SJ and SK. Okay. And but, I'm also but, SM. Yeah. Well, she's S. Oh, this is confusing. All right, let's move on. Um, SM, the SMK. Can you can you rate your body slam on that guy that ran onto the pitch? for us <laughs> look at the time I was like get off the pitch like it was like annoying but then like after I thought about it I was like I probably shouldn't have done that like he might have like hurt me and like we were in the middle of an important game but like it was like a nine <laughs> <laughs> and she'd do it again so don't yeah. run onto the pitch <laughs> oh man uh Sam I hate to ask but the fans want to know would you ever come back to the NWSL? Yeah, I for sure would. I mean, I haven't won anything here. So, like, I would like to come back and win the NWSL, like, the championship or, like, the newly challenged cup. Well, unless you, come, unless you come to the KC Current, you're not winning. Yeah, wherever I, uh, wherever I go, I want it to be, like, hot and beachy, though. It's, like... After living in like London, where it's yeah. like condensed, like lots of buildings, like I don't see myself living in like the middle of America. Well, you yeah. just set off bells for anybody, any coastal teams with beaches. People are going to be attacking you. Yeah, well, I've got like two and a half years left on my contract, so like people might have like forgotten about me by then. Well, I doubt that, but so, yeah, we, same. we do know it's a ways away. Um, okay, this is oh. Yeah, okay. She's trying to steal Sorry. my thunder. As always. <laughs> now, you know, we had to bring back the fan questions. Don't forget, if you want to send us a question, tweet us with the hashtag AskSnacks. So, Sam, Blue Rogan asks Snacks, if you could give up one household chore for the rest of your life, which chore would you give up? Washing clothes. Oh, my God. Same. That's same. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just got a Dyson, so, like, I love vacuuming. I'll vacuum. I'll oh, vacuum oh the Dyson. Like, Dyson's are so good, but, like, vac- like washing clothes is just, like, just... Oh, putting them do- away. I'll do the laundry, but you know what I... I'm so... Oh, is it Christy? Oh, hello! Hi, Christy! How's that going? Okay, it's still going! <laughs> Hello! It's going so good. I have headphones in. I'll see you when you get home. How are the snacks? They're good. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, I was going to say, I'll do the laundry, but I don't want to have to wipe down, like, the counters and the crevices in the bathroom and, like, get all the stains and the crumbs and the hairs. Like, I'm done with that. Yeah, I I just moved house and like that was like a nightmare. Like yeah, moving. I just feel like when I'm in that mode, I'm like I don't care. Like I'm gonna get everything. But clothes, it's just like you always have to do them. Mm-hmm. I I always have to put them away. I hate doing that. That's mm-hmm. Marley's job. He does the clothes, and I, I would I would rather wipe something down because then I'm like it's clean. It's like how I want it to be cleaned, and I know I'm not living gross in filth. Like I my Yeah, I don't mind wiping friend. down a bench. That's for sure. My filthy well, friend. Yeah, that's that's me. Okay, last question, Sam. What game other than soccer do you get way too competitive at? Uh, I well Aussie rules, but like I actually get way too like me and Christy always play two touch, and like I I like can't juggling. Really, yeah. But, like, your sister's, like, the biggest cheat in the world. So, like, she, like, volleys it at me. But, like, when I, whenever I play two-touch with anyone, I just, like, can't. I just love two-touch. It's just, like, so, I guess it's not a game. I guess it is. But it's, like, I don't know. I just love it. It's just 
Yeah. Tobin. Me and Lynn have like a kind of a similar two touch game that Tobin actually taught us that has like a bounce and like a one touch section. And then you move back and you make the distance longer and it's like a pattern mm. and it's, we did it during quarantine and it was actually really fun. Okay. You might have to share it with me. I love, I love two touch. It's, yeah. It's, we'll, we'll share it with you next time. We're all training together. What, um, SJM, what about you? Well, I was going to, it's not a game, but I get so upset when Finn loves Pat more than me. (laughs) You know what you and Pat should do? Have you seen that? Like, I don't have TikTok, but I've seen it on Justin Bieber's Instagram where you like have the treat and the dog sits in the middle and then you run Mm. the opposite way. Yeah, we Mm. actually did it. Lynn recorded it for us and (laughs) we should post it because it was actually really funny. He came with me. But it was like, I don't know if he really like knew what was happening. Well, I think you like got, you got his attention first and yeah. then you were like, come. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, we should do that again. That was funny. Yeah, Lynn, what's really your, um, what are you two competitive at? I don't even know everything. Mm. Literally all competitive yeah. things. I just can't lose. Yeah. You know what? So my is... family's. Oh, okay. go ahead. Go, go, go. Okay, I'll go. No. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, what I love doing, which is like so, I don't know why this is fun to me, but like arguing with my nieces and nephews, they're like young and like playing things with them and like refusing to let them win. That is like <laughs> real, a real big confidence boost right there, girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lynn, you do, you do that. Fight with five year olds. <laughs> and when? He's, he's eight. Okay. <laughs> I also love like throwing stuff in like a tiny, like oh. in a coffee cup, like further away, like having a piece of rubbish and like trying to like put it in the cup is like, I think that comes from like being stuck in hotels all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you get the water bottles and you're like in the yep. bin and it becomes like competitive. I love that game. Oh, nice. Well, Sam, this was amazing. Thank you so much for being on. I feel like we like, this was just a, a friendly Chat. catch up. I know. Being recorded. I know. For posterity. Really? The snacks, the first time snacks has shown up. I was I was mad at snacks for a while then. Yeah, she was. Okay, well be mad at the SJM <laughs> part of snacks because she had your numbers. Okay, everybody. Be Sam. mad at the banana. <laughs> Not the orange. I'm Sam Kerr, and this is the Snacks Podcast on Just Women Sports. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis. You've been listening to Snacks. (laughs) Yay!